The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. here it is bananas things are going nuts all over the place i am your co-host kyle rennie joined as always by mr gary hall gary how's it going today it's going great we are in the midst of a a war balls to the wall free agent frenzy yeah i feel like i haven't been able to put my phone down at all uh today and that's not necessarily a bad thing uh but i mean we're gonna go as far back as friday night here with some coverage um we're honestly gonna have a huge news episode kind of touch base on some of the bigger deals um the lions releasing justin coleman and jesse james more of a um free like a salary cap freeing kind of move uh james actually brings a lot off the cap he's still only 26 that's a guy i'm kind of interested to see where he lands going forward big body good uh decent hands for a tight end that's something to kind of pin down and watch as that develops this off season um Gonna see what else we've got here. Packers restructured off on, or outside linebacker Preston Smith's contract. The Lions, after cutting Jesse James, signed Josh Hill from the Saints. The Bills restructure Mario Addison and Vernon Butler. Um, the 49ers the other day were deciding to make a strong push still for left tackle Trent Williams. The Giants restructured and brought back left tackle Nate Solder. Chargers released Casey Hayward. The Bears reworked contracts of Khalil Mack, Eddie Jackson, and Cody Whitehair, creating $23 million in cap space. That's a, that's big news of your Chicago Bears. The, so it could be room to go get Russell. Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't have a quarterback right now. Patriots traded offensive tackle Marcus Cannon to the Texans. This is days after receiving Trent Brown back. Um, obviously looking like more of a move to be able to free up and make sure you've got your spots open. Presumably thought that Joe Tooney would be staying there, but we'll get touch on that in a bit. The Giants were working to sign Leonard Williams to an extension. Multiple teams have reached out to the Eagles in regards to receive or in regards to trading for Zach Ertz. I think he's a little bit uh past his prime now. I don't know. What the trade market would really be on Zach Ertz? What do you think? A fifth. Yeah, I, I feel like I'd be comfortable giving up a fifth. I don't want to give up much more. He realistically doesn't have that many more years left. I think at the most, you could probably give him get him for a fourth. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not going past the mid round pick for sure though. Um, the Green Bay Packers kind of shocking everybody here. I know Dolphins fans are very mad. Uh, Aaron Jones, four years, forty eight million dollars, signed on Sunday evening. That was um, was a nice little deal for Green Bay. Yeah, for a sure. lot of money, but uh, shows that maybe they trust him. Yeah, and I know um, I seen an article today about how um, AJ Dillon was a wasted pick, but almost I I personally don't think so because uh, 
AJ Dillon's going to become the guaranteed number two now. Yes, Jamal Williams is for sure leaving. He's already said his goodbyes to Green Bay. Um, but you'll have that uh, two-headed monster. I think AJ Dillon's going to be a solid running back. Yeah, I think I like AJ Dillon for sure. Um, the Buffalo Bills re-signed guard John Feliciano to go along with Daryl Williams. Did you hear the fun story about? Him? I I didn't. He uh, before he got the word. Oh no, he got the word from his agent that he was signing in Buffalo. Because he said to make it happen. He FaceTimed Josh Allen, smiled, and then hung up. And then Josh FaceTimed him back and ignored the call. <laughs> that sounds like a John Feliciano move. John and Josh are uh, good friends. They've got probably the best chemistry of anybody on that team, it seems like. Um, they're um, Fortnite players together. Yeah. I know uh, they play Fortnite, and I know... They also play Warzone. Yeah, no, uh, Stefan Diggs does too, I think. <coughs> Um, Drew Brees officially announces his retirement from the NFL, and in the process, Taysom Hill gets a four-year, $140 million contract extension. What? Yeah. For whatever reason, they just got this hard on for Taysom Hill. Yeah, um, and I, like, I've seen rumors as of, or throughout the week that are saying he's still not even guaranteed to be their number one quarterback. So I think like, they're paying him as a, as a, um, quarterback slash utility player. I think that's why he's getting that payday. Kind of like how Love Bell wanted to be paid as a receiver and running back. That's, I mean, it's still a gross amount of money. Right. Um, <laughs> where else we at here? The 49ers have re-signed fullback Kyle Juszczyk to a five-year deal worth over $27 million. To most people, you're like, why sign a fullback to that? Um, he does it all. Yeah, Juszczyk was kind of their gadget player. They There was a lot of usage to him around the league, so... In a lot of fantasy leagues, he's also listed as a running back. Yes, he plays running back. He He's a receiving fullback option. He's not a bad player to have. I've actually got him in my dynasty league, so I guess I get five more years of Kyle Juszczyk. I had him in one of them, and I released him because he didn't really do much. Like, points-wise, he's not like a... Yeah, he's a very touchdown dependent. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Vikings do not tender restricted free agent Chad Beebe, who had a good back half of the year. That's a name to watch someone going into free agency here. Corey Davis not expected to be back with the Titans. The Browns tender wide receiver Kaderil Hodge. I know Hodge had been hoping for that for a little bit. There's mutual interest in a reunion between the Jets and Brashad Perryman. Anthony Barr agrees to a pay cut. Juju Smith-Schuster has told teammates he's likely to head elsewhere among free agents. Yeah, and I was reading a lot of like the um, forums and some of the Pittsburgh media and a lot of the people are glad that he's leaving, or are kind of salty he's leaving. But at the same time, it does that they're not really like, oh, we're, we're losing a great player. I think I think a lot of his they're antics all, wore on them last yeah, year. They're they're kind of like good riddance. Yeah, but I think they're a little mad that he's not taking a hometown discount. I think it's a little bit of that too. Uh, starting Monday morning here, Tampa Bay Buccaneers continuing to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. What was a really poor cap situation? Uh, re-signed Shaq Barrett, four-year deal worth up to $72 million. I don't know where they're getting the cap space. I don't know, but they made it happen. Shaq wanted to, Shaq still took probably under market value to stay with them. Yeah, which a lot of teams are doing. A lot of the better teams right now are doing. Um, but a lot of money gone to Shaq Barrett there. Who's deserved it after signing there is kind of a unheralded guy from from Denver. Comes out his 19 sacks his first year there, gets... That gets franchise tagged. Um, I mean, if you think about it, <clears throat> you're winning. You won a Super Bowl. 
you live in Florida and you get to still get paid. So and I mean, what they said for however much Barrett could have had more money elsewhere, there's zero tax. Yeah, Florida has no zero state income, income tax. tax in Florida. So even if he took more deal elsewhere, he'd have to pay for it in taxes. Although I I'm not sure about this rule, but I thought that whatever like let's say you're playing away in New York, you get taxed out of New York. So like if I was playing for the Bucks and then I play the Giants away. I have to get taxed. That's my game check. Taxes. I don't believe so because I don't know because I, your job would still be traveling. So whatever your your home job residency could be, would be, but you could be right. I just thought I've seen that before, but I don't know the actual. The Detroit deal. Lions re-sign defensive end Romeo Aquara broke out with a ten sack year and had a multitude of pressures. Three years, thirty nine million dollar deal. That's a guy that we both kind of thought might be leaving. He was young enough. He has the ability. But sticking with Detroit now, not very many people can say that they're doing that. Um, the Panthers started to really try to rebuild their offensive line, signing offensive guard Pat Elfline to a three-year, $13.5 million deal. The Colts have requested that T.Y. Hilton gives an opportunity to match whatever free agent offers have come in by the team. So it looks like the Colts have interest in resigning T.Y., if T.Y. has interest, is a whole other deal. The Patriots break the bank to start the morning. Four-year, $50 million deal. Janu Smith is the Patriots' tight end one. The Patriots today have been the equivalent of Oprah. You get this money. You, you get, get some money. money. You get a contract. You get a signing bonus. Um, not every move that New England's made do I agree with. This is going to be a very good move, though. I think Jenny Smith um, is a very talented, still young tight end. I just think it's a poor um, situation for um, Cam Newton's not really a passer. I think it's a very bad match, so I think that they might need to draft a quarterback, which I think they still are going to do. Cam's going to be the starter until he gets beat out like two or three games in when he struggles. Well... As we'll touch on later on, it's not just going to be the Jenny Smith show. There are other pieces now there, um, but I personally think it's a good signing. Oh, it's a good. It's definitely a good signing. It's just a poor match. It's a lot of money. I will say that twelve point five million per year averaged out on that deal. Um, the Panthers continuing to add to their offensive line. Signed former first round pick Cameron Irving to a two year ten million dollar deal. Um, another kind of one of those low-end tackles. He's not going to be great, but hopefully it's an upgrade from what you had. The Patriots signed former Dolphins defensive tackle Devin Gudshoe, um, two years, $16 million deal. I've heard people say that this is where New England's getting stupid with money. They said he is a good rotational piece, and was overpaid Mm -hmm. for something that you could have probably got later on in free agency. Um, But I guess we shall see. It's the Bill Belichick way. He's got two players right there that have learned from the Belichick coaching tree already. Yeah, I mean, you can't ever count the Pats out. I texted you today after a couple signings, and I said I think that there's a very good possibility that they'll be the number two team and give the Bills a run for the money for the division. Speaking of the Bills... Former uh, kick returner, punk, or wide receiver, Andre Roberts. The $7 million man. The $7 million man is now a $6 million man as he signs with uh, with Houston Texans for kick return and wide receiver duty. I, was, I, I got a laugh today. I, I saw that signing on Twitter, and I was just looking at the comments. 
And then the Texans were like, oh, yeah, we got a Pro Bowl receiver. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then they go, wait, oh, wait, he's a return specialist. And then they all the laughing emojis on that dude's tweet. It was just kind of funny. Oh, boy. Um, Philip, oh, breaking news. Philip Dorsett is signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not much there. Uh, what's been perceived all day is Jacksonville's been chasing speedy receivers. Because the rumor out there, we're going to break the fourth wall here. I know I was going to do rumors towards the back half. But the rumor is Baltimore's way of getting some assistance to Lamar Jackson is trading Orlando Brown for DJ Chark and picks. Yeah, so DJ Chark be. might be on the move by the time this uh, episode comes out here. And before the episode airs, I will be doing a little rundown at the back half of it as well with updated news. The Texans have signed Kamu Grugier-Hill, one of the better coverage linebackers in the league, and a special teams ace. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, the Texans are going to have a great special teams score this year. Yes, they are. <laughs> Everything they've had has been very good, strong special team players. They're just going to try to score on special teams. Yeah. Um, the 49ers have re-signed cornerback Jason Verrett to a one-year deal worth up to $6.5 million. Uh, one of the signings that I predicted properly, I know you had the Janu Smith signing, you got l- correct last week. I got the Pat signing Edge Matthew Judon to a four-year $56 million deal. Yeah. This is where you got to start wondering what New England's really doing with that money. As we've seen in the past, not often do Edge rushers from Baltimore equate in other systems. Yeah, and <clears throat> I was not a huge guy, or like a huge Judon believer, um... I think in the right system, he'd be okay, but I don't know about a Bill Belichick system. Yeah, um, it, it'll be interesting for sure. I'm going to see what his stats were last year, because I want to say he took a step back. Yeah, he definitely well. Um, he only had six sacks last year, 51 combined tackles, down from the almost 10 sacks the year before. So he definitely, he, he, he saw a step backwards. And then the Patriots continue to spend money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Greenhair himself, Jalen Mills, four-year, $24 million deal. Um, I've also heard people say that this deal links directly to the fact that New England's still looking to shop to uh, move Stephon Gilmore. Um, so they're bringing in a cornerback for now. Which would make sense because um, there's rumors. It's not rumors, but uh, mock drafts are having the Pats take J.C. Horn with their first-round pick. J.C. Horn would be a nice acquisition there. Let's see, what else do we have here? Texans signed Trimon Smith. I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, the Jets, in an interesting move here, signed Jared Davis, one-year, $7 million deal, former Detroit first-round pick. Never got to really see the field. A lot of people around the league think that he still have all, has all the talent there, mm-hmm. and it's just not been given the chance to shine. So this could be one of those one-year prove-it deals that makes the Jets look smart. Um, but we will have to wait and see on that one, realistically. I'm still waiting for the Jets to make a big splash because they're usually big players in free agency. Yeah, uh, I mean, most of the top receivers haven't gone anywhere yet. So. Obviously, this is before... This, this is before sport. anybody can officially sign. This is currently Monday night, so we've gotten through most of day one of the legal tampering period. Um, the, the update of the back half of this will be to touch on everything that happens after Monday night. Um, the Chiefs, though, Gary, you kind of predicted this one. 
The Chiefs have signed Joe Tooney to a five-year, $80 million deal, aiding to their offensive line woes. Yeah, and I kind of figured that they would try to go after somebody. I don't remember if I said it on air or if it was off air. It was, I, I actually think you had Trent Williams as the guy to, to the yeah. Chiefs. But. Um, I know that they would at least go and get some some big player out there. So it's a um, good signing for them. Obviously, they need it. They released two tackles or a guard or whatever. Two tackles. They're going to need it for their $400 million asset. The Browns signed safety John Johnson, three-year, $33.75 million deal. Looks like they're hoping he can help solidify that safety spot a little bit this upcoming year. Yep, and they're still going to need a linebacker, so, they, I mean, I could if they don't get one in free agency, maybe they'll trade up and try to get Parsons. They might. Um, or uh, the guy out of Notre Dame. Yeah, they, the, the Browns seem like they're in this issue every year. Mm-hmm. They're one or two defensive pieces away, and they can never actually get their hands on those pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers, the, it's not often we can look at a, an offensive line move and be very excited by it. But the Chargers go out there and, and sign center Corey Lindsley today. Five years, $62.5 million deal. That's a huge deal because you went from giving Justin Herbert the worst center uh, as per pro football for focus last year in his rookie year to one of the best centers in the league. Oh, yeah, and it, that works wonders, especially for a young quarterback, a, young quarterback, a guy who won one rookie of the year. So try saying that five times fast. One rookie of the year? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, a very talented quarterback and finally gets a good center. I mean, look at, for example, Josh Allen getting his center. Um, that seems to work out. Obviously, they need a better guard or two, but other than that, uh, young quarterbacks having good centers, especially – um, smart centers, it's going to pay off for them, I think, in the long run. Yeah, I'm seeing now there's a couple pieces that we did miss. Um, I'm sure there's some. Patriots re signed defensive lineman Dietrich Wise. 49ers signed offensive or outside linebacker Samson Ebukam to a two year, $12 million deal. Former, um, former Rams, so he's staying in California there. The Texans signed D tackle Malik Collins to a one year deal up to worth up to $6 million. The 49ers uh, agreed to restructure two-year, $24 million deal with D. Ford. The Broncos signing D-tackle Shelby Harris to a three-year, $27 million deal. The Steelers going and bringing back one of their own in cornerback Cameron Sutton, younger cornerback who was starting for them, uh, two-year, $9 million deal. The Chargers, one of the, one of the highest checked-on cornerbacks currently going into this was Michael Davis. A nice slot corner acquisition there. And he returns the Chargers on a three-year deal. Big news out of Vegas. The Raiders signed defensive end Yannick Ngakwe to a two-year, $26 million deal. You had said to me, Gary, you expected it to be a little bit more. Yeah, I thought that he'd get like at least a five, five-year deal, but maybe he wants that two-year deal because maybe he's not sure if he wants to stay in Vegas for five years. What what I've market. noticed about Ngakwe is Ngakwe is someone who's less about where he's playing and more about the money. Um, it was that way with Jacksonville. That's why he left Jacksonville and he said he he wanted out. He wasn't going to negotiate terms. Goes to Minnesota, who then realizes they're not in it. Trades him to the Ravens for a Super Bowl run extended look at him. Um, and now you've got him here taking a two year deal, and everyone's like, "Well, why two years?" Well, because he knows that his market value as a as a D end is only going to continue to go up. He was only twenty five years old this past year, right? So he'll be twenty seven, still in the prime of his career, mm-hmm. to re ink yet another contract. 
Um, smart move for him. I guess smart move if you're the Raiders. If you have to do something different or drastic at quarterback, you'll at least be able to free up. Yeah, I mean, it is a smart move. But for Ningakwe, if you're trying to make a Super Bowl run, it's... I don't see it in the cards right now for Vegas. That's well, a tough Well, division. just everything else that's in the division is yes. not going to make it easy. It's, especially in two years, there's just no... I don't see it happening. Mahomes, Herbert, insert Denver quarterback here. Yeah, so it's going to be a tough division to especially uh, win that division and make the wild card. The AFC is tough. Making the wild card is going to be tough regardless of the extended... Um, playoff card is that this year yeah that's um well it's still the seven seven teams but um i I, if it were uh, was this year i still don't think the raiders would have made it i think it was uh who who got knocked off oh miami would have made it over yes so the raiders were close but the raiders also had that absolutely terrible start to the season yeah which did them no favors trying to make themselves a playoff contender so i mean a little bit of a head scratcher to me but i mean if that's where maybe he had no no offers that he enjoyed, so head scratcher for sure. I don't think you're wrong with stating that. Um, Texans signing safety Terrence Brooks one year two million dollar deal. The Panthers release Zach Kerr. Texans signed Justin McCray. A lot of small dink and dunk signings, kind of. The Jaguars re-signing the end Daywan Smoot. Ah, uh, two-year, $14 million deal. The Patriots jumping in at wide receiver here. Not the first receiver anybody expected to see off the board. Nelson Aguilar, two-year, $26 million deal. No, um, I think that's a a lot of money for that type of player, but maybe they're not done. Maybe they go after another top receiver. Well, they did go after another receiver. They inked Kendrick Bourne. Three-year, $22.5 million deal. There's um, talk that uh, they're trading Nikhil Harry, so I think that it could be a possibility that they try to go after one more. Yeah, uh, I mean, if, if they can get a return in pieces for, for Nikhil Harry, I don't see why they wouldn't. He hasn't exactly worked out in the Bill Belichick system. No, and they're obviously they lost Edelman. I think they're letting him walk, so they only have... Um, I don't think he's... A free agent. No, I thought they were letting him walk. No, I, I don't believe he's a free agent. I think he's the only one that's guaranteed back as of right now. Maybe they were talking about releasing him. I don't know. I just thought that they were saying that he won't be back in the Pats uniform next year. Looking right now, he's got one year left. Okay, so maybe it was just a release talk. Um, One year left, his cap hit is 6.1 this year. And then he's in a UFA the following year. I mean, it's definitely possible that they'd, they'd move on from him. He is 35 this year. Yeah. But as of right now, no definite news on that front. The Rams have re-signed outside linebacker Leonard Floyd, four-year, $64 million deal. The Rams are another one of those teams where I don't know if they're playing Madden with the salary cap off I or what no they're idea. doing. They're make, they've made <sighs> trades. They've, it's, it, I have no idea. It's mind-boggling to me. The Broncos signing cornerback Ron Darby, three-year, $30 million deal. Yeah. We both kind of thought he would stay with, uh, yeah, with Washington. Washington. He's, a, he's from Maryland, so. The Buccaneers re-signing Rob Gronkowski, one-year, $10 million. For her milk and grilled cheese. Milk and grilled cheese. <laughs> um, Jaguars signing safety Sean Jenkins to a four-year deal, as well as signing wide receiver Philip Dorsett. Um... 
trying to see what else we've got. I'm going to go to the Twitter machine here because we were getting some real good info earlier from it's been a little quiet. our sources. Rob Gronkowski, you talk milk and grilled cheese. He puts the SpongeBob pirate up and just says, are you ready, kids? Yes, he's indeed signing for milk and grilled cheese. Um, the Eagles have officially signed Brandon Graham to a one-year contract extension. Bill Belichick spending in free agency. The prior 10 years, $359 million over 10 years. The first three hours of 2021, $146 million. Yeah, they set some sort of record for guaranteed money. So, uh, Will Brinson on Twitter posts, Patriots just paid $48 million for five years of Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. 31 other NFL teams would have gotten crucified for that duo of oh an NFL move. <laughs> The, I guess it's okay for me because I think I am an Aguilar owner. No, I'm not. I'm not. I lied. I have. I don't think it's me. I have an Ar- I have our Sega White side. Yes, they're they're comparable. I'm trying to see if we've got any other big news on this. Um, I guess the big stuff we've got coming out here. A lot of the edge rushers fell in place today. Marcus Golden resigned with the, with the Cardinals. We saw Barrett, Judon, Golden, Golden, Aquara, Ngakwe, and Floyd gone. Uh, I mean, realistically, one of the bigger markets out there being pass rush it leaves you with uh, Carl Lawson, Hassan Reddick. You got to think that's where the Ravens go in the draft now. Edge rusher, yes. most likely. Trey Henderson, uh, Bud Dupree, Carlos Dunlop, Justin Houston, Ryan Kerrigan. Danico Autry, so like there, and there's I mean, still a ton of clownies out there, but it's kind of this is setting your your base level for your edge. I think that the I think some of those guys like Clowney and Dupree were waiting for other signings so that they know what their market value. Yes, is. Um, I mean it's the same with receivers right now. Almost none of those top receivers have gone anywhere yet. You're still looking at Kenny Galladay. On the market, where's he gonna land? Um, I think Dupree could end up on the side of the sixty-four million kind of thing. I think Dupree might take a one, one or two-year prove it. I was just about to say, um, I see him on the side of being higher, but I can see him actually getting the the same Ngakwe kind of thing. I think just with with the knee injury, but I I think that he has the ability to get that 64th million oh he, he does and i wouldn't be shocked to see somebody overpaid for it um but no as as we were also talking receiver wise you're you're unsigned so far kenny galladay juju smith schuster Corey davis curtis samuel i've heard the curtis samuel signing is is a heated battle teams are just clamoring to out outnumber each other well yeah it's a bidding war on him um, Will Fuller, Antonio Brown, Marvin Jones Jr. So I mean that's that's seven guys who are game changers still, which you don't usually see that many at receiver at all in free agency. I have a feeling if anything, Antonio Brown's going to be the last guy to get signed. Carlos Hyde has signed a two-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Carlos Hyde is all over the place. Carlos Hyde is going to be the next Frank Gore, just now with his productive yeah. of a career. I feel like that man should have been retired three times by now. Um, I kind of honestly forgot that he still plays. I know. Carlos Hyde, I, has he been with the Jags already? Uh, I know he was with he was with Seattle, I believe. He was with He was with the Jaguars. He was with the Texans. He was traded to the Jaguars. 
I don't remember him signing with the Chiefs he, he last the 49ers, year. 49ers, I think, too? He yep, he was drafted by the 49ers. Drafted by the 49ers. Played with Cleveland for a couple months. Traded to the Jaguars six weeks into the season. Left the Jaguars via free agency. Signed with the Houston Texans. Left the Houston Texans via free agency. Went to the Kansas City Chiefs. Spent 2020 with Seattle. What a, what a curious career for Carlos Hyde. A career journeyman. Ah, the Carlos Hyde signing makes sense now. The your head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars is Ohio State. Urban Meyer, who would have been his head coach at Ohio mm-hmm. State. What a fun, fun day we've got here. Carlos Hyde looking to make a name for himself again, maybe. Probably not. No, not at all. Not not with James Robinson there. And if James Robinson loses a job to that, that's Especially if they also go like running back, or running like Travis say, Etienne or something yeah, like that. In the second or Etienne had a nice pro day the other day. Yeah, he did. Uh, very very fast. Trying to update our Facebook and Twitter with the uh, news of Carlos Hyde. It's been the most activity I've done on here in a very long time. Oh, so you wondered how um, Tampa continues to get all these signings. Who'd they cut? Tam- well, they didn't cut anybody. Tampa continues to play this BS game where they're signing a five-year deal and voiding the, f- the final four years so it only counts as a one-year deal and mm-hmm. spreads the cap hit. That's what it was again with Gronkowski. They signed him to a five-year deal voiding the remaining four. How does that work? So it does, it just, it's automatically a one-year deal? Like, they don't... They, it, they don't... it goes down as being a... Um, a five-year deal where they can pretty much walk without having any cap consequ- consequences mm-hmm. afterwards, and they immediately <laughs> void the four years afterwards. So they his contract's up this year. His he? contract will be up at the end of this year, yeah. although it will show on the books that he signed a five-year deal. Gotcha. Because they end up giving him more money in the, in the long run by doing so. It's the same thing they did with Tom Brady when they when they updated and got Todd Brady taken I'll, care I'll, of. I'll bet my bottom dollar that they amend that rule very soon. Yeah, they're going to have to. Um, CJ Golson tweeting Carlos Hyde to Jacksonville should kick things off in the vet running back market. Look out for Todd Gurley, James White, Leonard Fournette, even Adrian Peterson to find new homes soon. Adrian Peterson. Yep, would not have expected that. Um, I would. I want Adrian Peterson and Frank Gore in the same backfield. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> With David Johnson. Yep. Okay, Houston. <laughs> give give him a call. Houston, you will have a problem. Houston already has a problem. So it's we, we've had an interesting day one here already. Um, I don't even know what I can follow with here. There's There's been some weird signings. There, there hasn't been as much activity, I guess, as we thought. I, like, I, I want to say last year, half of the big names were gone by day two. Yes. But this year's weird because of the cap stitch. Correct. Uh, it's it's definitely going to be one of those interesting years. I think the the cap's going to hurt a lot of people, and a lot of these guys know that their worth is there, but they can't get right. There was almost twenty million or so lost in extra cap revenue. Up yeah, up. just about twenty actually. So yeah, you're almost spot on on that. It's it's one of those weird things where you're going to have to see exactly where everything goes. 
how it goes and when it drops. Uh, I think, Gary, if you're good for now, I will be back on. You'll hear my voice in just seconds after we cut this episode with an update of everything that's gone on the remaining time since we've jumped off the air until Wednesday morning rolls around. Remember, guys, anything we have already talked about has a chance of falling apart, I guess, at any given point in time. Right. I mean, um, the, the nothing day... is official until Wednesday when it's signed. Right. The day after uh, or I said Cam Newton to the Washington, he signs, resigns with the Pats. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, everything and anything can fall apart. It's still not official till these guys sign. Yeah, and then, I mean, last year, too, what was it? The Jets signed... Um... Two, two years ago, sign. two years ago, two years ago, the Jets signed Anthony Barr only for him yeah, to resign and, and like, nah, go back to the, to nah, the Vikings. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, we'll 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 cap it at that for today. We're not going to beat a dead horse. We're going to have a lot to talk about still at the back half of this episode when I jump back on tomorrow or before this uh, airs, as well as a ton to talk about Friday with fantasy implications of what some of these signings mean. So, Gary, unless you have anything else you want to bring out with. No, uh, we're going to keep updating as we go, and we'll figure it out. And make sure to check out our Facebook page, Fantasy Beasts, and where to find them. Um, Let me give you the exact way of finding finding that. It's Fantasy Beasts and where to find them, football podcast on Facebook or on Twitter, at Fantasy Beasts FB. We have been on the point with almost everything. We took a little mini break on Sunday, uh, but we caught up on that as well. We to celebrate our Irish heritage. So, um, yeah, anybody who anybody who is out there wants all that update almost as soon as the news hits. We're going to try to do the same for, for the draft in a, couple, or in a month or so. Go ahead and add us. And until next time, you keep looking for those fantasy beasts, and we'll show you exactly where to find them. Alright guys, welcome to Wednesday Part 2. I am your host for this episode, this half your episode, Kyle Ranney. I am here to run down the remainder of what happened since Gary and I have last talked to you. We pretty much promptly jumped off the air on Monday night to see that the Titans have signed former Colts defensive tackle Danico Autry to a three-year $20 million deal. Um, a big move is Autry's a very, very valued part of that defensive tackle spot defensive line for the Colts. Um, immediately preceding that, the Jets signed wide receiver Corey Davis to three-year, $37.5 million deal. Um, honestly, the price itself right there, averaging itself around $12.5 million. A lot of money, but as the deal started to fall, the Jets look somewhat like they've had a deal placed there making themselves some good money. The Patriots signed defensive lineman Henry Anderson, former Jets, known as somewhat of a cheap shot artist, um, to a deal. The Titans coming in, wowing everybody. Five-year, $85 million deal. Edge rusher Bud Dupree. A player, really, that I think a lot of people were were confused by. If Dupree would really see the edge market, or if he'd get a one-year prove-it deal to try to re-sign in the edge market. The Jets signing the Bengals edge, Carl Lawson, a very, very reasonable deal. Ends up being a three-year deal for $45 million. Lawson was one of the best edge rushers in the league last year. The Saints re-signed Jameis Winston, finally. One-year deal, $12 million. 
P.J. Hall gets an original round tender. That is with the Houston Texans. The Cincinnati Bengals replacing lost player right there. They lose Carl Lawson. They replace him with former Saints edge Trey Hendrickson for your $60 million deal. Um, Hendrickson was a little bit of a lesser rusher. Equally as talented, however, the Vikings, right before bedtime on Monday night, signed Delvin Tomlinson to a two-year, $22 million deal, one of the better run stuffers in the league. Um, it will be a nice addition to that Vikings line, hopefully help them be able to keep Daniil Hunter, who is trying to leave, looking for a trade. Also signing Nick Vigil, linebacker. The Washington football team signs Ryan Fitzpatrick to compete with Taylor Heineke, he will see a one-year deal worth up to $12 million. The As of early last night, Leonard Fournette is potentially looking at a Seahawks deal, although still weighing a Buccaneers deal, trying to be able to find the remainder of these deals here. The Lions release Chase Daniel Danny Shelton. None of these are loading. We are at an impasse here. Try to get you guys all back to even here on page eight of the talent. We've got quite a bit of news actually. Today was was uh, Tuesday, shall we say? Was was very fast hitting in terms of news for the NFL after the discussion there looking at the monday night everybody falls asleep tuesday night everybody wakes up von miller is brought back to denver he will stay under team control they will pick up his his uh contract there the it might have been the beginning of the morning there the jaguars resign Former Eagles player Sidney Jones. The Patriots break the morning up by signing tight end Hunter Henry to a three-year, $37.3 million deal. Um, really a big deal. The Patriots double-dipping in tight ends, looking to go back to the 2011 season there. Uh, if it's going to work, only they would know. The Patriots and Dolphins are the two teams in on center. David Andrews, former Patriots center. Several teams are in on Buccaneers, or on uh, former Patriots running back James White. Bengals will sign cornerback Chidobe Awuze to a three-year deal. The Jaguars are going to sign backup tight end Chris Manhurts to a two-year deal. Jaguars also going to sign defensive end Jihad Ward, who actually had a better pass rush efficiency rate than a lot of the guys on the market, having been benched through most of these. Patriots have been in contact with running back Chris Carson. The Ravens are resigning Tyus Bowser to a four-year, $22 million deal. Never really had the stats to post, but was an effective linebacker nonetheless. The Jaguars have signed cornerback Shaquille, or Shaquille Griffin three years up to $44.5 million. The Buccaneers re-signed Rob Gronkowski to a one-year, $10 million deal. Packers have placed a second-round tender on tight end Robert Tanyan for fantasy players. He finished in the top five this year. The Dolphins re-signed Vince Beagle. 
The the Washington football team is likely to be a trade partner for Sam Darnold, although seven to eight teams are interested. That ought to be interesting as Darnold seems to have a picked up um, interest, and we'll see where he ends. The Bills' defensive tackle star Latulale is returning after opting out of the 2020 season. Jaguars re-sign former first-round pick Tyson Alualu, who has spent the last couple years in Pittsburgh. The veteran cornerback Traymond Williams, former Packers starter, has retired from the league. The Raiders release center Rodney Hudson. The Bengals have signed cornerback Mike Hilton, four-year, $24 million. Uh, Picking within the division there is that's a former Steelers player himself. The Browns are going to sign Takarist McKinley, a.k.a. Tack McKinley, to a one-year, $4 million deal to start opposite um, opposite end over there. Uh, they're going to start and Bill pull it. Everybody's been talking. Zach Ertz trade is on the horizon. The Cowboys signed swing tackle Ty Inseki. Giants are able to get Leonard Williams under a contract. Three years, $63 million. The Steelers re-sign starting right guard, won the job in camp last year, and then got injured, Zach Banner. The Giants will sign former speedster, top 10 pick, John Ross, to a one-year $2.5 million deal. The Bears have discussed trades with moving wide receiver Anthony Miller. The Falcons have restructured Matt Ryan's contract. Uh, Good news for him being that it seemed like he was on the outside looking in. Titans have released starting right tackle Dennis Kelly and starting cornerback Adore Jackson. The Steelers are releasing linebacker Vince Beagle. The Bears starting off the quarterback carousel here. Bears are going to sign Andy Dalton one year, $10 million. The Texans will follow that up, signing Terod Taylor one year, $12.5 million. Followed up here a couple moves. Um... But the big quarterback move, the Dolphins will sign Jacoby Brissett to back up for one year. No finances available on that move yet. Jaguars will also move in after the financial breakdown with the Rams and sign wide receiver Marvin Jones Jr. Two years, $14.5 million. The Saints would proceed to trade defensive tackle Malcolm Brown to the Jaguars. The stuff is only beginning for the night, guys. This is really, the the night has been crazy. The Bills have signed Emmanuel Sanders, one-year, $6 million deal, proceeded to trade backup tight end Lee Smith to the Falcons in what many believe is a cap-clearing room. This, uh, the the nights are only beginning, guys. We are going to be at the beginning of free agency once this all starts here. We are finally entering the beginning of the league season. A lot of teams are making trades to be able to open cap, and we will see where they all go. We've we've heard rumors of possibly Zach Ertz to Buffalo. By the time this this releases, it might be true. Um, the the league itself is going to be in for one of the craziest years on edge, and we thank you guys for staying with us. So until we really can further elaborate on Friday, we'll have some more knowledge, news, and. Real coverage. We thank you guys for listening to us over here at Fantasy Beast and where to find them. Hopefully, what we're reporting all comes true and you guys can bank on us for being the best source of news fast. But until then, we continue to hope you guys look for some Fantasy Beasts and show you exactly where to find them.